For as long as I've known the NBA, it's been a stars league. But even among the stars, there's an exclusive club. Russell, Dr. J, Jordan, Kobe. They're all part of a select group that paved the way for the NBA superstar of today. And some even shared secrets with each other along the way. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Jackie McMullen, and this is the Icons Club. This episode of the Ringer F1 show is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by ArmorAll. When you want the best for your car, preparation is everything. That's why teams like Oracle Red Bull Racing use ArmorAll to prep their team vehicles. From interior cleaning and protectant wipes to car wash and wheel and tire cleaner, ArmorAll, America's number one trusted auto appearance brand, has what it takes to keep the two-time defending champions looking their best inside and out. And get this, now through May 31st, you can get $5 back when you spend $20 prepping your car like the Oracle Red Bull Racing Team. All you have to do is upload your receipt to Armorall's website after you buy. Visit armorall.com for program details and redemption. Terms apply. Armorall, chosen by champions. Welcome to the Ringer F1 Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Kevin Clark. Really fun show today. Bonus episode. It's a super draft. Based on the first two races of the season, we're going to have four Ringer staffers draft what we want going forward. The car, the two drivers, the team principal, a wild card. Really, really fun, funny episode. Diving into what we already know about the 2022 season and what we're going to know about the 2022 season really enjoyed it. Want to just say one thing quick. So I cover the NFL mostly, and I was at the NFL owners meetings um, this week in Palm beach, Florida. And I, I, I know this sounds strange to say, but the amount of people who brought up people inside the league who brought up F1 was actually kind of astounding. I'm not, you know, it wasn't everybody, but it's just a small handful of people brought it up and it's really taking people are taking notice within other sports. And I thought that was, that was really interesting. And obviously drive to survive is the playbook. Now there are NFL executives who said to me, Hey, the hard knocks kind of was the first of this. I think the ultimate fighter, obviously in UFC was also part of it. Um, but it wasn't like the Netflix drive to survive series, which is all teams, not full access, but, but some, some real, a lot of access, um, some more bluntness than you get in in Hard Knocks, um, which has been going on now for for what almost twenty seasons. Um, but it's really interesting to see. I had a NFL team executive come up to me, and he's a huge F one guy, and we were talking, and he was saying he's trying to get other people into it in his organization. And I was like, "What? It's a social thing? Like, what, what do you care about?" And he's like, "Well, no. If we get enough people into it, we can just start taking the private jet to races." So that that's where people are right now. Um, so that was that was really interesting. And there were just you know, I think that part of the NFL, I think they it, there's a lot of overlaps. Um, you know, difference being that team principals are a lot more relaxed than NFL head coaches, and they're you know they work less uh, when you consider the the you know the two week breaks and all that stuff, and and the the summer break and all that stuff. It's just it's a little it's not analogous. Um, but there are some overlaps. And the fact that a lot of NFL people are car people, like it, it just makes some sense. So thought that was interesting. Wanted to pass it along. There is a, a, a I guess you could characterize it as a lot of buzz <laughs> about it. And again, it's not some huge, you know, it's not taking over the NFL, but I did, did find it interesting. Um, all right, let's get to the draft. All right, now it's time for the first ever 2022 Ringer F1 Super Draft. We've got the dream team assembled here. Ryan Hun from Stadio, lifelong F1 fan. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man. Thanks for having me back. Megan Schuster, editor at the Ringer F1 Diehard. Hello, Megan. Hi, Kevin. Glad to be here. And Erica Cervantes, 
the producer of the Ringer F1 show, on the journey with us, got into it through Netflix, now a, a F1 super fan. Hello, Erica. Hello. Thanks for having me. I am so excited about this. So here's what we're going to do. Here are the rules, just so everybody knows. Ryan, not a fantasy football aficionado, did not understand the snake draft. So I'm going to explain <laughs> it to everybody. He thought, Megan, maybe you got the first pick on everything. Oh, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be tough. That'd be I tough. I mean, we could do I mean, it that F1, way. The I'd be inequality, happy to do it that way. <laughs> the inequality of F1 is such that teams like Red Bull and Mercedes do, in theory, get the, the version of the first pick over and over yeah. again. Um, but we're going to make it more fair. There's new regulations here at the Super Draft, and it's more <laughs> fair. Um, everybody's going to pick, in whatever order they want, a car, two drivers, a team principal, and then a wild card. Whatever you want to steal from a team onto your team. The draft order, randomly selected from a fantasy football draft order website. Surprisingly, there are a lot of those random draft order generators. Megan Schuster's first. Erica Cervantes is second. Ryan Hunt is third. I am fourth. In a year where there are not a lot of Supreme cars, I got a tough draw here, but we're going to make it work. We're going to build the first team. Megan Schuster, with the first pick in the Ringer F1 Super Draft for the rest of 2022, based on what we've seen these first two weeks, you have the floor. Thank you. So in a draft like this, you kind of have to go scarcity first overall, which in this line means cars. Um, there's really only one car to pick number one overall, and that would be this iteration of Ferrari. From what we've seen over the first two races, it is in incredibly fast. We've seen that through testing. Even I was reading this quote from Helmut Marco the other day where he was like, this car is insane on every surface, at every temperature, through any corner any speed any anything basically um so it was really a pretty easy pick for me once i learned i was going one overall so give me ferrari helmet marco i mean i like that we're now Helmet marco by the way works for red bull i like yes. that we now sandbag into like the, the comments from team principals are to overrate every single car but i feel like this is this is real with ferrari and this is sustainable and, and i think that there's been questions about how well they're going to have in-season adjustments relative to red bull and also mercedes and the type of, of adjustments they're going to make but this seems sustainable um at least in the long run it was interesting and i've I thought about this quote a million times um since i first heard it from ross braun who by the way is in charge of the regulations but he said in a book that that he he co-wrote a couple of years ago that there are some years in which the the car that is fastest in the first grand prix if you made no adjustments, would finish last in the last Grand Prix of the season. And I've thought about that. You think about the upgrades, you think about um, just, just what you know about the car, what you learn about the car, the driver feedback. There's so much that goes into it that I don't necessarily know if if this is this is going to be the title winning car. I just know that that uh, they have to do a lot to maintain their edge. But I think that's real, right, Ryan? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, is that Ferrari basically wrote off the last two seasons after they got that slap of the wrist a few years ago. And just put all of their... They yeah, I was They're like the process sixers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was listening to a podcast the other day and um, I can't remember who it was with now. I mean, I suppose I should just find this. Um, it was... Oh yeah, with Pat Fry on mm. Beyond the Grid. And he yeah. um, has been... He's now at Alpine, but he's been everywhere from uh, Ferrari, McLaren, Benetton, all through for like 30 odd years. And... Um, he was saying that the thing that Ferrari used to do was that they were always essentially like winning. They were essentially like a win now team. They yeah. back in the day when he was there, they were just very much like, cause the pressure is so much at Ferrari that they're like, we have to do well now. We have to do well now. And one of the things that he stressed like multiple times through the interview was that you can have the best car in theory for a few races that year. If you're not thinking like three, four, five seasons down the line and investing that far ahead, you're just never going to actually be that quick because you're essentially always just like patching up as opposed to just like really looking down, uh, like further down the field. Um, so with Ferrari, I think you're seeing maybe a change in that strategy over the last couple of years when they realized that they, as soon as they got that, whatever it was, we've talked about it, haven't we, Karen? The, the secret, mm -hmm. the secret uh, <laughs> telling off, which no one really knows what it is. And it's, it's one of those kind of like, this can be released, I don't know, 20 years after F1 dies as a sport kind of thing. Um, they were extremely slow. So just all of their resources went into this season's regulation changes. And you're seeing the, you're seeing the kind of rewards for that. I mean, it's, 
it is a very very good car it's also a very pretty car i think so i'm, I'm extremely me- jealous of megan's pick there thank you P- people thank have you. people have made the comment before that in the last couple of weeks that when you consider the media pressure in in italy for ferrari to win and the win now mentality that you're talking about the the fact that they have delivered a solid car for the first two races it's it's one of the biggest sort of releases of pressure like in recent memory in the sport, the fact that Ferrari has mm. actually figured something out and get get the media off their back, get the huge fan base off your back. Like in the Schumacher documentary, there's a line where uh, when he was moving to Ferrari and trying to be convinced to move to Ferrari, someone someone said to him, "If you win at Ferrari, you, you can get, you don't have to bring your passport anywhere anymore because you're going to be the most <laughs> famous person on the planet, and you don't ever need to be identified anywhere on the planet." And I I think that's a that's a good way to put it. Erica, pick two. All right, your dog your dog is under the chat. What pick. is what, What's the dog's name? Yes. Yes. This is Timmy. Incredible. Timmy after Tim Duncan, if you must know. (laughs) Oh, Um, (laughs) that's incredible. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Okay. With my pick, I'm going with Red Bull. I trust the consistency Red Bull provides. Uh, Of course, the first race didn't go as planned with both cars retiring. Mm -hmm. However... They did place in the second race in Saudi Arabia. And yeah, that's that's my pick. Pretty pretty obvious one too here, Ryan. Are you when my, you saw my, when you saw that you were the third pick, how much frustration <laughs> went through you? Um well because of like I said, my my very little understanding of what was actually happening, I just thought I just thought that Meg Megan was picking on all of them and I was like, this can't be you, this is, you were you were running fair. to the stewards. You were sending was, Michael Massey an email saying this is this, you see, look at the yeah, angles I was, here. I was going full Didier Drogba after the Barcelona game just being like, It's a fucking disgrace. This is a disgrace. But no, I yeah, I I'm 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 all right actually because I've got a wild card further you know, it's like much like Pat Fry, I'm thinking further down the road. Sure, oh. so sure. I've okay. kind of picked my wild card and worked backwards. Okay, you have the third pick. My third pick is going to be a driver. Oh, and fuck. I think he is... <laughs> if everyone was in the same car, I think he is, pound for pound, one of the three best drivers on the grid, and that is Charles Leclerc. Wow! So he is my driver number one for Team, team Ryan. Okay. This says a lot about Mercedes and their viewpoint in the world. I thought you were going to take Mercedes and I was happy no, about I, that. Should I, explain my, should I explain my working? Yes, because please. As soon as, as soon as those top two cars went, I think that there's so much work to do for Mercedes. I still think they're probably, probably the third best car, but I think the gap between... Um, I think the gap between the second best car on the grid and the third best car is wider than the third, fourth and fifth best cars on the grid at the moment. So I thought, well, I can kind of, if Ferrari, as soon as Ferrari went and Red Bull went as a car, I think I'm going to go driver focused. You know, I like, you know, I like, you know, athletes are human. I like to be, I'm going to be a driver focused team, (laughs) you know, just, it's all about just everyone feeling good and feeling happy. So I just think, yeah, exactly. And I think just, (laughs) <laughs> Going back to Charles Leclerc, I think when he came into, well, his first year in what was then Sauber and then making the move into Ferrari when uh, Sebastian Vettel was still there, you just saw straight away when he got into that Ferrari that this guy is rapid. And yeah. um, Carlos Sainz was also on that F1 Beyond the Grid podcast recently and he just said, yeah, he basically did the equivalent of, you know, the Draymond Green Luca thing. He's like, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that do good. Like he's like, he's yeah. quick. He's quick. Um, <laughs> And I think you're seeing, you saw that in those, in those few races before um, Ferrari got told off because he was constantly, I think, out-qualifying Vettel and outperforming him in races. Yeah. And you're seeing it this season, you know, Carlos Sainz is at the, at the front of the grid consistently after two races. I know it's only two races, but in testing as well. But Charles Leclerc is still able to be that much quicker than him. I just think he's, I just think he's so good. So, so good. So yeah, he's my, he's my pick. I like the driver focus thing because whenever you hear like Toto when he goes on a podcast or whatever, it's always I, I think the high he went on the high performance podcast and the title was Empathy over Engineering. And they're they're yeah. always just like, Oh no, 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 we're a people business. And it's like, well, I think that having the best car in the history yeah. of, of F one for eight years maybe had something to do with it. But I'm, empathy works I mean, I'm, too. I'm being I'm being I'm being nice now, but in a minute I'm gonna point to all three of you and be like, All three of you have got a target on your backs. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. All right. 
<laughs> All right. I had the fourth pick, and I was actually, uh, again, hoping I was going to bait Ryan into taking a Mercedes. Actually, he logged on to the Zoom a minute after this and actually told Erica uh, l- later than us, and I told Erica and Megan that this was my plan. Um, but I'm going to take Max Verstappen with my next pick. And then after that, I'm going to take Lewis Hamilton and form Damn. the greatest driving partnership in the last few decades of Formula One. Uh, I don't think anything needs to be said. I think that Ryan and I now have a, a race to figure out which of us will take a car at some point, and then we'll, one of us will end up with with the fourth best car on the grid. But I just think that uh, if you're building a team and you don't have one of the best cars, you might as well have the two best drivers. I actually think that Verstappen, I will take Verstappen over Leclerc. Can I say something about these picks very briefly? Yes. Um, how concerned are you about a team chemistry? And B, your team fighting each other on track. Because very. Max, yeah. Max very clearly wants to beat Lewis in any capacity, especially if they're driving the same car. I feel like you're going to get a few like DNFs throughout the sure. year, which may, may hinder your approach a little bit. Kevin, sorry, you're going to get a few Toto on the radio being like, no, 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 Max, this is so <laughs> not right. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Keep your elbows in. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to direct you to a little book about American history called Team of Rivals, Megan. Uh, Conflict is good. We worked for Abraham Lincoln, the greatest president in the history of our country. And uh, we're going to bring everybody together. I do think, by the way, I do think, by the way, that having a team principal who's a glue guy uh, really works here. I feel like what's wrong? I understand they can do like what happened to Max and Daniel a couple of years ago where they had to go to the team facility to apologize for racing each other. But if you're going one, two and you're doing hard racing, I think a rising tide lifts all boats, Meg. I think that we don't have enough conflict. We're too worried. We're signing the Checo Perez's of the world to be Max's number two. Pure competition. Greed is good, Megan Schuster. Okay, here's my other question for you. Who's in the number one seat and who is the number two seat? We we don't have we don't do that here at Clark Race. Really, really bad. No, we don't do this at Clark Racing. We let we let the I'm free market excited. sort it out. Honestly, I'm I'm like looking back. I'm looking forward to sitting back and watching the flames erupt from this team. It's gonna be great. No, metaphorical. Is, yeah, please. you'll you, you'll see the flames. <laughs> You'll see the flames coming from the other cars. Um, All you'll see is the little energy harvesting lights about, Uh, I don't know, half a second ahead of anybody else. Um, All right. Ryan, next pick. Uh, Sorry, uh, you said glue guy as a team principal. You could have Jordan Henderson as the team principal and it would still be be terrible. That's a... Sorry, that's a soccer. Am I allowed to make soccer references on here? I do do a soccer podcast. I mean, we've already had Erica's dog is named Tim Duncan. I mean, like... (laughs) I, we're, we're, we're fine. Is Timmy still okay. next to you, Erica? He's not. Oh. He's on the ground. He's taking a nap. Okay. <laughs> um, I am going to go for another driver. And I'm going to pick as my number two driver, because I think at this stage of his career, yeah. this would be perfect. Oh. I'm going for Fernando Alonso. <laughs> okay. All right. This is, ins- this is not. So Megan said before you logged on that she had him high on the list too. Mm-hmm. Are we sure he wants to be a number two driver? Yeah, hundred percent. I think if okay. I, I think, for example, you've seen that you saw that last season. Um, I think he wants to be competing at the front. However, I think he like what, imagine Fernando Alonso ten years ago doing the work that he did in Hungary to ensure that his teammate, a younger teammate, got the win. I just don't think you'd see that. I think with what I have planned further down the line. I believe that this is going to be a competitive car. And I think that he will consistently get podiums in Team Ryan this season. And I think ushering in, you know, being there as a mentor for Charles Leclerc, for example. And Charles Leclerc is a really, really, really nice dude. Everyone who interviews him in the paddock just says, he's so lovely. Even if he's had a a terrible race, he's really polite. He's never moody. And uh, I think Fernando... I think Fernando would be perfect. I think that's a perfect driver lineup, personally. But I'm biased, obviously, because they're driving for Team Ryan. So. I don't... I, I just, you know, we have so much more competitive juice on our team. I don't think Alonso can get Leclerc to where he needs to be. That's all I'm saying. Iron sharpens iron. Okay. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> that was so respectful. <laughs> I love it. All right, Erica? 
All right. So this is going to be fun watching both the teams blow up. Um, oh, y'all's. Um, Neither of us have a Megan. car. Neither Ryan nor no, I have a exactly. car at this point. This exactly. Is which is which I don't have a car. Great for me. So just to recap, Leclerc's off the table. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Verstappen. Max, yep. And Lewis and Fernando. And Hamilton. Okay. And then Alonso. Okay. So I am going to go with my two drivers in my Red Bull car. Carlos Sainz. You can only pick one. Wait, wait, wait. Right you, can only pick, you can only pick one right now because we're doing a snake draft. Okay. So Megan gets the next one. So Carl, is Carlos Sainz your pick? Carlos Sainz is my pick. Yes. Okay. Great pick, right? That's a great pick. He gets along with everyone he's worked with and raced with before. He's a team player and he's a good driver. So I'm going with Sainz. Also, a great hang. A great yeah. hang. Yes. Yeah. If you get, yes. you know, and and Erica for a team like yours, we're just not competing at the front, like uh, like Ryan and oh, I, oh like Ryan and I. <laughs> so wow, this is like Ryan and I's team without a car at this point. Uh, it's good to have you know some levity in the paddock. I would say. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. all right. So uh, that's Erica's number one driver, Megan. Time to pick a driver or not. Time to pick it. Whatever you want to do. No, I'm I'm going back to back drivers here. Um, Gotta say, I'm I'm very disappointed to not get Fernando Ryan. That was uh, really broke so that my is, heart. That, I'm sorry, but that is the biggest sign of respect for my pick that Megan is really uh, unhappy that I picked him. I'm really I'm really bummed, you guys. <laughs> I'm um, I'm gonna change up my order a little bit from what I came into this draft oh, with. Wow! Wow! Um, Hitting the I panic button. Going, no, no, just reevaluating. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with my number one driver here and I'm going to take George Russell because I think he is one of the most talented young drivers on the grid. I think he is amenable. I think he's a good team player. And I also think he is able to consistently get the most out of whatever car he drives. So he is my number one driver. Um, my number two driver, I'm going to go with Checo because he is a proven number two driver. I also feel like he is just great vibes. And I mean, as we saw this past weekend, he can put in a damn good lap when he has to, and he can fight off people for his number one driver. So George and Checo are my two drivers. I I like those picks. I like, and also it's, it's, it's uh, with George, that's such a youth movement. You know, you can have him yes. for the next 20 years locked in. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Erica. Okay. Now that I have signs, I'm going to reunite the best friend duo Lando Norris I'm going with Lando great I'm so glad you picked Lando because I just thought no one's going to pick Lando and we're going to I just I could just see the Twitter replies yeah Lando <laughs> Lando Lando we're going to have to make a graphic and, after, uh, and and put our teams out there just so we can get abused by people who, <laughs> oh, who want to no. yell about uh, please once, don't what, what, no it's good toughens it up <laughs> Just, just a, a hive you didn't know existed where people are just really angry at, like, we're going to, like, if, if one of us picks, like, Kevin Magnuson. Um, all right, Ryan, you're That's up. not a bad pick, though. He's a quick he was pick. on my Magnuson list. Magnuson is quick. Um, okay, so I need, do I go team principal first or do I? Hmm. Okay, this is actually quite tricky because I'm not sure whether to pick car or team principal. I might not pick a car just to wind Kevin up a little bit more. <laughs> but I am going to pick the car and I'm going to take the Mercedes because okay. even though they're second in the constructors after two races, they should probably mm-hmm. be third if everything, if, if Red Bull powertrains hadn't, I don't know, run out of power on the first race. And I still think it is the third best car on the grid. I just think that they're being held to such obviously different standards after what eight straight constructors that... Mm-hmm their drop-off is going to be seen as more severe than maybe other teams on the grid. So, although the only thing, I I don't like the car. I don't actually think it's nice to look at. I don't think it's a particularly pretty car. Um, But, you know, I've got two two handsome drivers, so the car is the the one that (laughs) just play play the supporting role. So, yeah, Mercedes for me. All right, I have two picks. Um... I'm going to pick. See, it's it's huge for me to pick a team principal. Yeah. Because <laughs> depending on who I pick, there might be a number one driver implied there. 
right? Like, so if I pick Christian, Max would get mm-hmm. the edge. If I pick Toto, mm-hmm. Lewis would get the edge. So just pick Otmar. Everyone's just pick out my Gunter oh, Steiner. Um, I'm going to pick a car, and this is this is actually when we're talking about getting abused by Twitter people. Like, this is actually the pick that might end up getting me in the most trouble. I'm going to pick the Alfa Romeo because I want a Ferrari engine. That's the most reliable. And I would just rather have that reliability over the Haas. So I'm going, and I love the Haas, and we'll, get, we'll probably have some Haas coming off the board, but I'm going with, with the Alpha. And then I'm going to take Total Wolf as my team principal. Ooh. All right, Ryan. Can I, can I say something? You that's certainly a, can. That's exactly who I thought you'd pick. Car and principal. In a good way or a bad way? Were you baiting me? <laughs> in a, in a, in a, I WhatsApped you before saying, just pick the Alpha, man. You'll be fine. <laughs> no, it, it was, I thought, I always thought I was going to pick the Alpine. And then That's, I just decided I'd rather, I'd rather have the Ferrari engine than a Renault. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's my bet. Something's going on with Ferrari now that's very good. I mean, you know, they had a rookie score points in what, the first race and Bottas is quick and looking yeah. like he's actually enjoying driving again so i think that's a i think they're great picks man i'm i'm gonna pick uh it is my pick right yeah uh, i'm gonna pick team principal and i am picking matteo bonotto oh wow. wow christian horner sliding down draft board yeah sorry i don't need that energy in my <laughs> i don't need that energy in my garage i'm sorry i don't, I don't, I don't, need, I don't need it i think oh, you know man. i think i used to, i used to actually rate Christian Horner far higher before we started hearing and seeing from him as much as we have done over the past few years. That's fair. Um, I don't know, man. I just can't have a team principal who is, you know, just having a go at his kids for not wishing that Max Verstappen would win the championship. Yeah. I just, I that was incredible. That, that stuck with me. I think that was the thing that stuck with me the most from that whole series. Just like, what do you mean you're not picking Max? Well, they're like, what, three and six? That's probably why. <laughs> um, I love Matea. I think he's got a really, really, I think he's probably got the most difficult, mm, this is a big call, but I think he's got the, the most difficult job in the paddock because obviously the pressure is on all of the team uh, principals. Toto has investment in the company. Christian has essentially built Red Bull out of the the scraps of of a very poorly performing team over a decade or so. Matea is at Ferrari and has seen them through a very very difficult period. It's kind of like a a, a, a soccer manager who comes in and and basically is just like yeah we're going to be we're going to need to build really slowly. You know, it's like when Jurgen Klopp first took over at Liverpool and they were still shipping three goals here, there and everywhere. It's like, yeah, but in a couple of seasons, we're going to win the Champions League. So it's fine. <laughs> and also he just has, he just has great glasses, which is a big priority for me in picking team principles. So he mo- maybe looks, the most, he, he, yeah. I, I was going to say, he may be the most Italian man on the planet, yes. which is yes. always a positive in, in my book. Yes. So yes, if there, there was a, an alien who came down from outer space and said, take me to an Italian you'd go straight to the Ferrari paddock <laughs> oh see I don't know because because obviously covering soccer we see so many hand gestures and like even like Tammy Abraham moved to Rome from London he's you know born and raised in London and within three games he was doing the hand gestures so <laughs> I see there was a, there's a lot of you know um expressive Italian isms let's say in in soccer whereas Matteo yes. seems quite chill like really really chill so I don't know um, yeah, he's just, he was, he was the first, he was my first pick. This episode is brought to you by Armorall. When you want the best for your car, preparation is everything. That's why teams like Oracle Red Bull Racing use Armorall to prep their team vehicles. From interior cleaning and protectant wipes to car wash and wheel and tire cleaner, Armorall, America's number one trusted auto appearance brand, has what it takes to keep the two-time defending champions looking their best inside and out. And get this, now through May 31st, you can get $5 back when you spend $20 prepping your car like the Oracle Red Bull Racing Team. All you have to do is upload your receipt to Armorall's website after you buy. 
Visit armorall.com for program details and redemption. Terms apply. Armorall, chosen by champions. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Mobile One. The Mobile One brand knows podcasts are a great escape. You can listen to people talking about living and maybe even driving, but of course, there's no substitute for the real thing. So the next time you're looking for an escape, try an actual escape. Take this podcast for a ride in the car and immerse yourself in the drive, because sometimes the best way to escape reality is to truly live in it. Mobile One, for the love of driving. Visit loveofdriving.us slash the ringer to learn more. That, so that's an offshoot podcast. Who's the most Italian man in the world? Uh, I don't know. I think I'd rather let someone of Italian heritage or someone who's actually Italian cover that as opposed to <laughs> a, dude from, a dude from England. It's probably not the best idea. Uh, Erica. All right. Well, that shook some things up. So I was... Now that, he, now that <clears throat> Horner's on the table, I had to consider him. However... I'm going to go with Joss Capito, the wow. current Williams principal. Wow. I love that show. Incredible. Yes. Yeah. He has a relationship with Red Bull already. I just, yeah, you're right. With Horner, I don't want that type of energy in my garage. And so Capito it is. I, I love that. I, it's, Ryan, you, it sounds like you do too. I, I think th- I, mm-hmm. I only know him, truly, I only know him from Drive to Survive only because Williams not that relevant. In, 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 on the in the in and out of every single week, so it's not like he's on all the podcasts. It's not like he's being interviewed a ton in the paddock. It's not like they're they're asking him to talk on the radio. Um, but I actually think he acquitted himself quite well in that show, and it looked like you know, Ryan and I were joking because mm-hmm. the Williams episode was was in our the ones we previewed, and it was like him just saying like, "Oh, almost got to Q three Like that to me was so like that's what you have to build on when you're Williams. So I think that that's pretty good. Exactly, Meg. You, you're, you're the one person keeping Christian Horner from going undrafted in this thing. <laughs> I know. And I, I'm really between two guys here and I'm struggling a bit, but I think I am going to take Christian Horner. I think <gasps> I'm going to do it. No and way. Let me explain why I feel like as annoying as Christian Horner is and as, you know, short guy energy as he has. I feel like he's good at making himself the story over his drivers and his team. And I think, I think that is purposeful because it takes criticism away from Max and Sergio. It takes criticism away from the team, takes headlines away from the team. And I think that's good. Like I, in some ways I would think that maybe helps his teams stay on more of an even keel. And especially with a young driver like George, I think that's good to have somebody there who's willing to like throw himself under the bus for you. And I think that is something Christian is very good at doing. So for all of his faults, I think, I think there are some positives here. So I'm, I'm going to do it. This is the final boss of F1 complaining is Fernando Alonso <laughs> and Christian Horner. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, wait, 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 sorry. 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 I, I, I thought that when we did that again, um, three, two, this is the final boss of 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 that point complaining is Christian Horner with two drivers that I mean like I don't know I did George Russell and and Horner could they have a spark they're like different personalities they are um but I I feel like George just needs somebody who's going to stick up for him which obviously Toto does and I feel like if you take away some of the history and put them on the same side. I feel like they will be able to come to an understanding. I don't know. That, that's that's what I'm banking on. At least. We'll George see already if it's, uh, has, 
He's already spent so much time sucking up to Toto. We can't possibly suck up to somebody else. He's so far down that road. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I, I think that's, that's interesting. Um, that's an interesting pairing for sure. Yeah. I, um, I, I was between Christian and Otmar and it was, it was really, I picked it. I picked with the heart, you know? Oh, no way. I was, I was absolutely convinced you were going to pick Gunter Steiner. Like a hundred percent. I love him. Um, if it was based on memes alone, he would be my number one overall choice. <laughs> you, you have two that, picks, Megan. Yes. Okay. I'm going again. I'm going to go with my wild card and my first. So what I want to pick, I'm not sure you guys are going to let me have. So I'm just, going to just, present just my, I'm going to present my case and you guys will tell me if it's legal or not. Um, I want to bring back the DOS system that Mercedes had a few years ago. The, <laughs> the dual axis steering system that was not technically illegal, but the F1, you know, rules officials went back and changed the rule book to make it illegal. Um, I feel like that was very forward thinking and heated up the tires really nicely. You know, you kind of pigeon toe and go back out with it. Um, just sort of a revolutionary system. And I would really like to have that in my car. We are tearing down the paddock to the stewards right now. Extremely <laughs> yeah. upset. I'm going to let got my Ryan hands on my hips. I've got my hands on my hips <laughs> and I'm like my face. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're going to protest. We're going to protest. We're going to protest. You guys are writing yeah, emails. Gonna yeah. I'm going to make, right. make Ryan the steward here. You get to decide whether or not that's legal or if Megan has to go back Don't make to the me the steward. You can't have a fellow team principal. As a, or, <laughs> I know I'm not a team principal. I'm an, we're all owners, aren't we? Um, we're, the, pro the problem here is that we're all, everybody on this Zoom, it has a team. So there's no real person to protest to. Right. Yeah. Should we right. get Bill Simmons on the phone? So I, so I think it's legal then, right? If, if there are no, if there's there's no, no logical Don't get Bill on the flight. I've never met Bill. I don't know Bill, right? But he is 100% saying, yeah, sure. Fuck it. Why not? That's not yeah. that. No, get someone who's more of a... Bill would be on my side. Who's, can we get Juliet on the phone? Let's get Juliet on the phone. She's, she seems I, like someone who's more sensible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, um, I don't know. Let's, let's, let's allow it. Why not? I, I, I think we should. I think we should allow it. I think we should allow wow, it because incredible. it opens up. It opens up a more uh, a bigger. I mean, like I, I do want to say this. You cannot. I think you cannot get where I draw the line is. You can't get an engine, like a new no, engine, oh, or even I, I like agree. a V eight kind of thing. Like you can't. Mm. Change, I agree. Principally, oh, change yeah. the rules of the sport. This is more. Is like what you're suggesting is more just like typical F1 rule, rule bending, rule, you know, uh, habitual line some, stepper, as we say in football. Light okay shenanigans. Yeah. Light yeah. shenanigans. Light yeah, shenanigans. So, um, I'm happy for that to go in because uh -oh. I genuinely <laughs> think if we, like a few races in, I think if we protested it, yeah, Megan would be told to change it and then she just, wow. her team would suck for the rest of the season. So yeah, fuck it, bring it in. You guys are playing the long game on me, letting me have it now. And then five races in, I'm going to have to overhaul my whole car. Great. Wow. Okay. Megan's going to get Megan, like a second, a huh. second, a lap in qualifying. Mm. And then race three, they're sixth and seventh. Weird. Uh, weird. Wow. How that works. After a secret huh. ruling. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, she's going to get am, one of those Ferrari, Ferrari deals car, where it's just so, going to be a secret know. settlement. You'd be secret you know, we'll settlement. We're never going to hear what happened. You guys will never get, you'll never hear from me. Um, Erica, I think this is this is our, all of our last picks, right? We're all doing wild cards. We all have a yes, yeah, okay. the wild card. Okay, I'm gonna go for somewhat of a best hang, but also someone who's going to brand himself as the new face of Formula One behind like Hamilton. Okay, Land. I'm gonna go with Lando Norris. I recently watched a Vanity Fair interview. Okay, and he was basically the star of this of the show. And this is the show that had, or yeah, it was a, a video that had Daniel Ricardo. It had George, George Russell. Right. And the person that they kept coming back to was, was Lando. Lando. So you're taking Lando's so, personality as the wild card. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Lando's influence in the paddock. That's a big, see, yes. I was, I see, I was thinking about taking a, like a second team principal as a, as a vibes guy, like a Gunther <laughs> Steiner in the paddock. But I'm not going to do like it. A, but so Lando's fashion sense, back in the paddock, glue guy. You're taking. So you think that 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 would put you guys over the top as a team? He's going to help our brand. He's going to help our team. He's going to bring in new viewers, um, reach a new Social, demographic. Instagram all over Instagram. He's got everything. Everything. He has a good market. He's like he knows he knows his brand, and that's <sighs> going to help us overall. 
Wow. So, I think he has a lot of Twitch subscribers too, or something. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. on Twitch all the Sims time and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Look at all Erica. Right. Well, that's... Just reaching new audiences. I I'm, exactly. love it. I don't like the it's vibes of game. my team. Um, <laughs> I, need, I need Vanity Fair photo shoots. All right, Ryan, wild card. Uh, I'm going for a, a a bit of a nerdy answer, and I am going to take for my wild card Hass's wind tunnel time from this season. Oh, <laughs> so That's explain, close. explain. I don't think the the listener who might be new to the sport understands the why some teams get more uh, wind tunnel time than others in uh, in in the winter. Okay, so there's been new cost caps and let's say kind of like balancing uh what's the word like kind of techniques i suppose or like things that they've brought into the sport so whoever finishes last in the constructors gets the most hours in the wind tunnel to develop the car throughout the following season so their aim is to it's almost like the you know higher draft pick in 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 u.s sports so for example mercedes finished they won the constructors last year, so they get I think 280 hours of wind tunnel development time this season. So for that, that for those who don't know, bit of a basic explanation. So they model the car, and then they build the car, and they put it in the wind tunnel, and then they kind of like model the aerodynamics off it. Now it's never as as you saw in testing, it's never super super accurate because you can't fully recreate the. Uh, the surface of an actual track, which is why everyone was porpoising for ages and some teams Mm -hmm. coped better with it than others. Um, But it is really, really, really key for development, especially on an aerodynamic tip and to gauge card performance. So Mercedes, because they won the championship, like I said, they got 280 hours this season. Haas, on the other hand, who came last in the championship, have 460 hours of wind tunnel time. So I think taking the third best car on the grid at the moment in Mercedes and giving it the most wind tunnel development time over the season, I mean, I don't want to kind of drop the mic, but I'm quietly quietly confident that Charles Leclerc and Fernando Alonso with the team principal of Matteo Bonotto, I think I'm, 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 I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that. Okay. Um, I also have a nerdy one. It's a little more mainstream than yours, but it's it's nerdy and it's it's a shot. It's a shot in in this race between you and I, Ryan. Um, I feel like it's also a mic I don't, drop. I, I don't think. I think this is a this is a four way race for the title. This is what F one wants. No, you're the right one that has on a target on your back. I, I, I Team America and Me? Team Megan. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Because we don't. Is we it, didn't. We don't have. We have different cars. Okay. Like those guys. I feel like we're in two different categories here. Because the the two people who took the two cars at front are in a they're out. They're too far away to have a target. Too, yeah. you, guys are, you guys are the, we're in, the midfield of this. Right, podcast. we're in the midfield. <laughs> I am taking Adrian Newey. So Adrian Newey is the one. chief technical officer of Red Bull Racing. He is one of the best engineers in the history of the sport. He has designed some of the best cars. Unfortunately, as we know, Adrian Newey cannot work his magic over the course you know it's not like he, he can make him he can help with the technology but he can't design a whole new car um but he would have a ferrari engine at this point he would have uh some opportunity to make technological advancements i just want him in my in my garage i want him in my garage figuring stuff out his book is one of the first is is the first f1 book i ever read um, and it's it's a wonderful breakdown of his genius and what he was able to do at every level of racing. IndyCar, um, 90s F1, 2000s F1. I mean, there's a reason when Red Bull decided to get into this, this big money kind of end of the pool in Formula One, there's a reason that they they gave a blank check, check to, to, to Adrian Newey. It's because he's worth it. So he is the last pick in this draft, and he's the reason that I'm going to uh have i'm going to win this whole thing complete side note have you ever seen have you have you ever seen that there's a uh, like a a mini documentary of the red bull offices uh, and christian horner's very like suited and you know you go into his yeah, office yeah. it's very corporate and stuff like that and you go in he, he takes you into adrian Nui's office and he's not there and it's just like, <laughs> paper everywhere uh like pencils protractors like 
rulers, everything. And it's really funny. I can't remember who it is, but someone says, you know, Christian likes everything neat and everything. And, uh, you know, emails are fine. And then Adrian wants everything printed out. Absolutely everything. I and love I was just that. like, this is so great. This is, this, it's just exactly how you'd imagine his office to be. I, my, my runner's up here. By the way, we'd, we would be, we are eco-friendly at Team Clark and we would not allow him to, to print out that many things. We're going to give him an iPad. It's gonna be fine. So you've got an so unhappy Adrian Newey <laughs> and you've got, right, so let me just get it straight, Kevin. You've got an unhappy Adrian Newey <laughs> and you've got two drivers who absolutely hate yeah. each other uh-huh. And let's not forget that Verstappen doesn't really even like Toto Wolf either because right. of the offer that they made to him when he was younger, which led <laughs> right. him to take I'm the well Red offer. Oof, man. Also, wow. Toto's going to be spending his... Toto will be spending all of his time litigating fights between Max and Lewis. So what? he's not going to have time for sponsorships, car development. It's just going to be constantly between those two. Do you think yeah, we should pick it, a second wild card each? Rough. <laughs> well, who would you? So my, my my runners up on the on the wild cards, Gunther, Gunther Steiner as a as a vibes guy, as I said. I also really wanted Red Bull's headquarters because I just think everything looks very pleasant. I would also take Christian Horner's house, by the way. Lovely. I would like to. Li- I feel like that would make me happy, even if even if my drivers were fighting all the time and the Alpha wasn't actually that good of a car. Ryan, what what would what would be your second wild card if you had to take one? Bono. Pete Bonington uh, as an engineer. Mm. I just think that that is a happy garage. I'm sorry. Leclerc, Alonso, Bonotto, and Bono as an engineer. That's just, those guys are like holidaying together. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> We're not, go- sorry, my team's not going on holidays. We're busy winning. Oh no. I mean, after we've won everything, they're going to holiday together. <laughs> or maybe they can holiday because they're so far out in front. They don't even. They, they, <laughs> they're going to skip a couple need, races. They don't, they don't even need. They don't even need all of this wind tunnel time. I have. They can. Well, does anyone also, want to buy some wind tunnel time off me? By the way, because they, they can. Uh, they don't have to come back after summer break because they're so far ahead. They can just take August <laughs> no, off. And just show up. No, show up for yeah. October. No, I, I. I'm not. I'm. I'm jokingly confident, but I think you know. I think we're, we're challenged. We may not win it. We may not win the whole thing, but I think we. I think we. We take it to the the final few races at least. We'll give them a we'll give them a run. All right. Whoever so we're gonna that, put this, they are. we're we're gonna put this graphic up and then I'll put on a tweet and we'll figure out who has the best team. I'm not gonna shade it by by doing it. Um, but let's let's just go through uh let's all four of us go through what our team is just so everybody has it in one place. Megan, you wanna start us off? Yes, I would love to. Team Megan starts off with the wonderful, speedy Ferrari car. Uh I have one driver in George Russell. My second driver is Sergio Perez. My team principal is Christian Horner. And my wildcard item is the DOS system from Mercedes. Erica? Guys, I'm, I'm really hyped for that DOS system. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. For all so well. Can you imagine? I know, right? So illegal. By the <laughs> way, it's so, it is so good. It is so good you have Christian Horner. Or else, I, yeah. if you didn't have Christian Horner, you'd be going, mm, is that... Is that legal? You just be kind of doing the little Sorry, head just, turn. Like, Christian Horner is just persistently on the radio. Like this is fine. Keep it. Don't everything is. Don't good. give into the Christian, pressure. Everything's Christian, great. <laughs> Christian Horner answering questions after qualifying while like George Russell and Sergio Perez are four and a half seconds a lap faster than everyone. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like. You know everything. You know when he puts his arms out when he's actually really trying to yeah. make a point. It's just like yeah. uh, we read the we read the regulations that we believe everything fits the regulations. There is nothing in the rule book that says we cannot have this. So <laughs> apart here, from the here rules, we are. <laughs> apart from the rules, but you know. <laughs> All right, Erica, Team Erica. For Team Erica, we have the Red Bull car, and then we have driver one, which is Carlos Sainz. Reunited with Lando Norris. Mm-hmm. And then our team principal, Joss Capito. Mm-hmm. And then the wild card pick is Lando Norris's personality. He's bringing in the big bucks. He's going to help us out, bringing in the sponsorships with this personality of his. And yeah, we're going to dominate. Ryan? Uh, for team Ryan, I have the Mercedes car. Charles Leclerc, Fernando Alonso is my two drivers. Matteo Bonotto as the team principal. And for my wild card, the glorious, wonderful 460 hours of Hass's wind tunnel time. I don't know why that's getting me more hyped than anything else. Oh, 
wind tunnel, man. You're going to be in the lab. You're going to be in the lab figuring it out. All right. Team Clark, Max Verstappen, and Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> this team, I don't know. The, you, the is last this starting to dawn with you how bad an idea this is? <laughs> This is like an all-time bad vibe, team. Kevin's just like, oh, no, what did I do? This is so good. No, this is so good. Um, (laughs) Like, here's the thing. is like we talk about, like, Lando Norris's personality and all that stuff, bringing in the big bucks. What's bringing in more eyeballs than Max and Lewis at the front of the grid together going, racing each other? Yeah, I was going to say, say, yeah, Max and Lewis crashing on lap one. That's going to be Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton. costing you money. Yeah, all the money. You should oh, have taken the Mercedes's budget as your wild card because you're going to need yeah. it for all the rebuilds. <laughs> the whole thing. Or like five Alpha. extra sh- chassis. Yeah. Uh, Alfa Romeo, Ferrari engine. Toto Wolf is my team principal. And Adrian Newey in the garage coaching him up. We'll put the graphic up. We'll let people vote. This has been great, guys. <laughs> Thanks, man. This is really fun. <laughs> um, all right. This has been the Ringer F1 show. Thank you to Erica for her wonderful production help. We'll be back next week uh, with a preview of the Australian Grand Prix, and we'll see you then. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.